I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. A Nightmare Before Christmas? Isn't that usually just called Hanukkah? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it depends on when it lands in Yikes. the month. I wouldn't Kyle. know about that. <laughs> this is Hanukkah. This is Hanukkah. My uncle wrote that Hanukkah, joke for me. Hanukkah. He threatened me. He made me say it. Sure, sure. If you say that again, the Safdie brothers will come to your house and break your legs. I mean, okay. obviously, I don't want my legs broken, but that Promise? would be an honor. Like, I could ask them yes. about uncut gems as they're bashing me apart. <laughs> they don't take questions when they bash. <laughs> Please, Mister Burns, wait till after the attack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, sir, Mr. Safty. Can I call you brother? <laughs> no, I don't know their names. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, welcome, friends, to the names. love names. of all peoples and religions. Uh, Spooky Time Presents Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle, and when I die, I hope my nose lights up, too. It would be my only dream. Wow. Uh Who's joining me today in this mysterious town covered in white stuff? Um, it's... Colombia? <laughs> That's a country. <laughs> it's a sovereign nation. Oh, no! I'm Cammie, and I know that Colombia is a country. I'm Cammie, and I'm the only I one who hasn't slurred an ethnicity. Uh, and who is that over there, covered in bugs? It's me, Bugman. <laughs> Harvey Bugman, attorney at law. Wow. <laughs> I will die bugs. for you. Bury me, spit on me, do what you gotta do. That's Oogie Boogie's real name. Harvey Bugman? Harvey Bugman. <laughs> I'd like to see that animated Disney uh, original series that aired on the afternoons when we were in uh, middle school. What? Would that feature him as a single Harvey Bugman, or would it just be Oogie Boogie, but he's returning to his law career? Yes, yes, the second. He's like, ah, ever since I got out of Christmas Town and went back to. I will. Okay, you know what? That was that was good enough. I can (laughs) fix it from here. Folks at home, little peek behind the curtain. It's hard to cut content out if no one stops talking. (laughs) Otherwise, it's obvious. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I thought you were being like, I'm gonna keep it in. That's I misunderstood. No, no, that's my secret cue to myself to. That's how I can tell when something needs to be cut. It's like, what's this long audio break for? Uh, oh, I remember now. Well, tell us a little bit more about your about your process, Kyle. <laughs> okay. Well, first, I have a nice chamomile tea before I sit down with the computer. By chamomile tea, he tea. means apple teeny. <laughs> I mean a lot of things. <laughs> Don't lie to our and viewers. A box of Ritz crackers. A lot of my work, my words are code for apple teeny. Uh, chamomile tea, a long walk, recording a podcast. I have to poo. <laughs> Hello, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good one. That one comes up a lot. Welcome to 
an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! Dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This is What is this? Haven't you heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men? Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas. And what did Santa bring you, honey? But yes, well, let me... Let's, uh, let's draw the battle lines now, folks. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you watch it in October or December? Both. Cammy let being me, a unifier. Let me explain something to you because this house... Uh-oh. First of all, Kyle, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. I've had so many Nightmares I'm Before sorry. Christmas. I just want you to know. <laughs> this is just one of Santa many... Santa our house? Nightmares Before Christmas. Okay, so I consider have considered in the past the nightmare before christmas to be a halloween movie uh my partner taylor uh doesn't think the same way as me he thinks that it's more a christmas movie than a halloween movie which how does it feel being wrong cammy i you know (laughs) not great but uh, no i'm (sighs) so you see it makes sense that it would be a Christmas movie because more of the movie, a majority of the movie takes place during Christmas time, post Halloween, because they're celebrating the night of Halloween in the intro, in the song, you know, and then it's over. Uh, so I guess it's around Thanksgiving time, but not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving in November. I digress. Yeah. Yeah, I digress. So. I can, it says Christmas in the title as well. Um, however, it's a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. And I like considering it that because I can watch this movie any time of the year, really. I will pop it on whenever I want to, especially considering the fact that the three-year-old that I nanny loves watching it with me. And I will never say no. But if I really want to watch it, I can watch it between the months of September and December. <gasps> right? That gives me an excuse. If, if I say that it's both, I have an excuse to watch it for like five months out of the year. Well, how often are you watching it from January to August? Admittedly, a lot still. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh. I tell everyone that Young Frankenstein is my favorite movie, and that's <gasps> that might be true, but I think maybe The Nightmare Before Christmas is maybe my actual favorite movie of all time. Oh my gosh. Um, 
or Getting maybe her to a hot topic right now. I yeah. Oh oh my god. The way that I gate kept <laughs> this film for during my teenage years was I should I should have a plaque or a medal for being annoying as a teenager, being like, mm, actually, it was directed by Henry Selick. Um, <sighs> you know, I was really mad about. The way that the um, sad kids really stole my culture from me. It was yep. cultural appropriation. I'm like, I've been watching that movie since I could talk, right? I don't know. Well, now they have the Batman to to get sad with. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. How about you guys? I'm done talking about me. I am not a seasonal person. Like, Oh, fuck me. I will watch anything at any time. Has, whenever the the mood the fancy hits me, uh huh. So like it's Christmas time. I'm like, uh, I could watch a Christmas movie, or it could be April first. I'll be like, hey, Jingle All the Way. That's a good movie. <laughs> You're well, unhinged. How often does that happen, Kyle? You are. You're. I would argue fucked up. Your is, wife's in the shower. Do you want me to go get her for you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Liz is baking these delicious cookies. Mm. Love that movie. Oh, so warm and gooey. Have you met Cindy? Fight down in there. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you see Taylor, ask him to do his um, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, specifically from that movie. I almost did because we were going to Taco Bell. Oh, that's right. Recently. <laughs> Taylor was after our a recent outing. Our DD a couple nights ago. I could hear it in his voice. And what? I kind of wanted to be like, do your Schwarzenegger, but I didn't want to be like, come on, it's Friday. He's worked hard this week. Let him let <laughs> He would have done it for you. No, but he, he I loves he saying Jamie, but he doesn't say <laughs> Jamie. He says Jamie. Um, Jamie. Jamie. He he can't say his own son's name correctly, and that's a really beautiful thing. And Taylor, that's his his seasonal impression. It's fabulous. Aw, his little phantom menace. It should be Turbo Man for Christmas. Oh for my god. For both. Uh, Jarrett, what's your impression? Christmas or Halloween movie? Uh, I you know I'm of the impression. And of the camp that this is indeed a Christmas movie. I think you can watch it both times of the year, but I just think it 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 fits a little bit better around the holiday season. But you got to think too. The day after Halloween, I mean, it gets earlier and earlier and earlier every year. So everyone right now, I mean, people in your life, listener, I'm sure, are getting into. The Halloween, October, fall thing right now, even though we're still in 80, 90 degree days in where, where we're at, at least. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just fun to get into it a little bit early, I think. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So you could watch this movie now, but I think that is the equivalent of putting on, you know, the Santa Claus right now. Personal, personal thought. Okay. That's just me. So I'm I'm all for this movie. I like it. You can watch it whenever the hell you want. But if it were if you were coming over to my house for viewing, it's somewhere between December 5th and and 28th. Okay, so you are team Christmas. 
Team Christmas. And the washer and dryer that came with my house, when you turn the dryer on, it literally sounds... No, it literally sounds like the opening of All I Want for Christmas. It just like... The jingle that is on the washer, it's like, dun, 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 and just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no way. And I love I, that they every sing time, now. Oh, it's fucked up. It's crazy. It's fucked up. Machines. But every time Jasmine has been in the basement turning on the dryer, I'll be upstairs and I'll be like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> we have a very healthy relationship. It sounds like it. It sounds like yes. you're communicating, which is the key right there. You guys are very nice yes. to one another. In public. Oh, okay. Good. My fingers haven't healed since she broke them. What? Anywho, oh. let's 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 play the game that everyone at home loves. It's Kyle's synopsis hole. It's gonna be all played by Do-do-do-do. sitting listening to yeah, it's my favorite oh. game. I love sitting. Oh, God, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Are you making brown? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Patreon exclusive secret. <laughs> Are you making iced tea? Just lemonade. <laughs> Dropping the kids off at the pool, if you know what I mean. All right, Kyle. I do. Synopsis Let's hear it. All right. All right. Plot synopsis time. A long time ago, longer now than it seems, in a place that perhaps you've seen in your dreams. Patrick Stewart does that better than I do. (laughs) And he does it better than whoever narrated the movie. All right. So welcome, one and all, to Halloween Town, the town that makes Halloween. Mm. How? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. The top spook in town is Jack Skellington, the famous pumpkin king. (laughs) I'm sorry. Can you say that again without me laughing in the background? Yes, yes. Thank you. The top spook in town is Jack Skellington, the famous pumpkin king. After another successful Halloween, Jack and his dog wander into the woods, where Jack reveals that his professional success has not brought him happiness. <laughs> a feeling that the hosts of Spooky Time Podcast know all too well. Our yes. mountains of gold and Patreon money don't keep you warm at night. Anyway, in his wanderings, Jack comes across a set of mysterious doors that he doesn't realize represent different holidays. What an idiot. He stumbles yeah. through one that looks like a Hanukkah bush and ends up in Christmas Town, a magical town where it's snowing and night all year round. <laughs> Aww. Jack then steals a bunch of shit and runs home to tell his buddies. The Halloweenies aren't super into the whole Jesus part of Christmas, but then Jack tells them that he's a vengeful god and then they're in. <laughs> We're in. Yeah, just like that. Turn me to salt. Jack tries to understand the science behind Christmas, but has trouble, as Halloween Town is a communist paradise, so they have no knowledge of capitalism or commercialization. (laughs) Oh, boy. Eventually, Jack discovers the true meaning of Christmas is him, and sets out to culturally appropriate another town's holiday. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to wear the sombrero, Jack. 
Uh, with the help of three shitty children, Santa is kidnapped and thrown to the boogeyman, who might act like he's a sack of shit, but really, he's a sack of bugs. <laughs> Good one. Finally, it's Christmas Eve. The town's ready to send off Jack with all their best wishes, but oh no, a thick fog rolls in. Thank God Rudolph died last year and his ghost is in Halloween Town. Jack unleashes Christmas terror, the likes of which would make the Krampus blush. Luckily, Democratic President Joseph Biden is ready and immediately declares war on Christmas and shoots Jack out of the sky. Oh, God. Damn, liberals always trying to destroy Christmas with their guns. Kyle. Stop it. Uh, Jack is depressed until he realizes that the true meaning of Christmas is that guy he locked in his basement and sets off to set things right. Jack arrives just in time to save Santa and his girlfriend, Sally. Struthers? No. <laughs> Seeing them in trouble, Jack quickly and decisively skins the boogeyman alive before burning him to death. Santa flees the scene and Jack faces no negative repercussions because he is the pumpkin king and he is, the, he is above the law of man and God. The end. Still my favorite Yay! movie. It's a good one. I love it. It's pretty. Pretty as a princess. And how. I love this movie so much. It made me want to shoot a possessed doll. What? What? Because Jack is Chris Sarandon. Oh, that's right. And He's... Chucky was evil. Yeah, Chris Sarandon. He's a, he's a real scream queen. You know? Fright Night. Well, I've got... Child's Play. I've got the... I've got Nightmare Before Christmas pulled up right now on my computer, and uh, it's showing his picture, and he's right next to Danny Elfman. Yeah. And Danny Elfman's got, like, a little carrot top thing going on, so he looks just like Chucky. <laughs> That's why they so, hired him. I'd love to see... Well, <laughs> I'd love to see that movie. Oh, hell Danny yeah. Elfman running around dressed as Chucky, and Chris Sarandon's like... <laughs> Come here, Evil dies tonight. Like, hey. <laughs> wrong franchise but yes he's old uh, and confused and chasing around tim burton like he's not going to know the the lines <laughs> what's the deal all right so that's what happens in the movie cammy what happens behind the movie what are <sighs> some interesting tids what doesn't bits? happen behind the movie i'm uh i'm gonna keep this short and sweet and then i'll probably add some stuff later on because my entire life, my brain has been a fountain of knowledge about this movie specifically. So here we go. Oh. Um, okay. So speaking of Danny Elfman and Chris Sarandon. So Chris Sarandon does the speaking voice for Jack in the film. And Danny Elfman does his all of his singing. Um, I didn't know that they hired Chris Sarandon after deciding that Danny Elfman would do the singing parts. I sort of assumed that maybe Chris Sarandon was good for the role but couldn't sing and then they had like Danny Elfman decided to just do it himself but no I guess he decided that he didn't want to do the speaking parts but he wanted to still do the singing and they hired Chris Sarandon because his voice for Jack sounded very very similar to the singing voice that Danny Elfman provided um and speaking of Danny Elfman this movie is the reason Danny Elfman didn't do the score for Ed Wood. Um, Danny Elfman was a producer on this movie, Good. Um, along with Tim Burton, uh, among many others. And 
the from what I've read, it was there were a lot of disagreements, and I think I read that Danny Elfman said something like that they were they're almost like too similar. Um, and so they can't have that close of a working relationship or as close of a working relationship as they had for the nightmare before Christmas, because Danny Elfman, I mean, of Tim Burton, of course, was like, he was working on the movie on and off over the like three years that it took to make it. Um, but oops, but Danny Elfman was there from the beginning to the end because he was recording lines, um, writing songs, recording the songs, what have you, and then also scoring the movie. I'm assuming post-production because that's usually how it goes. Um, so he was there throughout all of it. And they just worked together for too long, too much, and they had kind of a falling out. So Howard Shore ended up doing the music for Ed Wood. And it's brilliant. Um, but it sounds like Danny Elfman. You know? I'm going to yes. out-Elfman the Elfman. Yeah, like in, in Ed Wood. I'm going to out-Elf that man. Yeah. It's very, like, 50s sci-fi. A lot of, like... Um, theremin. Theremin, thank you. Uh, yeah, so... That sort of sucks, but I'm glad they're friends again. Friendship Danny prevails. Elfman's fucking ripped. Yeah. Yes, he is. Incredible. He did He did the theme for The Simpsons. That's my fun fact. Yes, he did. Um, this movie was yeah, originally... Yeah, we know what you think, Kyle. <laughs> the movie was originally released under uh, the Touchstone banner, um, which is Touchstone before it stopped existing was a subsidiary of disney disney would kind of if something was like pg-13 and above or if it was deemed not suitable for children disney didn't want to um release it under their name so they would throw things at touchstone and have it i feel like Lionsgate is sort of the equivalent um where Lionsgate is all like horror movies and stuff this was touchstone was more these are have more adult themes or this is too intense for kids so we're gonna throw it under touchstone instead of disney that changed mm-hmm. um in After 2000 the allegations <laughs> of course um in 2006 the touching allegations they... I'm yeah sorry. I'm no done. no go on i want to hear what you have to say <laughs> <laughs> why do you think they called it touchstone I don't named know, after Jared. the two creators, Alan Touch and Richard Stone. Like that Kurt Russell movie, Touching the Stone. What? I think it's called Romancing the Stone. Kurt Russell isn't in that. Mm, I think you're both wrong. Michael Douglas. All right, let's <laughs> move, move away from this troubling area of conversation. Anyway. Anyway, that changed. Um, and they started... Uh, they replaced the Touchstone logo with the um, Disney, uh, I don't know if it's the animation studios, but like the, you know, the castle, whatever, um, at the beginning of the movie in 2006 when they released the movie in theaters in 3D, which I was there for. It was very cool. <clears throat> Damn. Speaking of 3D, this past weekend, I got to see 
Friday the 13th, part three in 3D at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. It was great. Glad to hear. I'm jealous <laughs> you guys, I couldn't be there. Where, where are you? Um, Hello. Yeah, the seats at the Music Box are really uncomfortable. Like, I don't know if my ass is too big or if the seats are just old. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe my ass is too old. I have no idea. But uh, regardless, <laughs> it did not I feel, that. feel great for most of the movie. But I digress. I had a great time. Um, good. Did That's you guys know that hear. Zero's nose is a little pumpkin if you look really close? Yes. No, I didn't. And I didn't get that when you said it earlier. I was like, oh, Kyle, you, you, were, you weren't even watching the film. You were just playing Tetris on your phone. Yeah. It's a fun game. Right as, right as Jack was shot out of the sky, an L-shaped piece came down. And I wasn't ready for it. Oh, boy. Life imitates art. Wow. Wow. This is Tetris. This is Tetris. Um, I have a pretty stacked cast um, in this movie that I, I sort of like didn't realize until I really like went through the cast. So, of course, you've got Chris Sarandon, Danny Elfman, Catherine O'Hara as Sally, and um, uh, Shock, the little witch. Paul Rubens plays Locke, the little devil guy. Um, William Hickey plays Dr. Finkel- Finkelstein. William Hickey is... Um, God damn it. What's his name? The, the, um, the old guy in Christmas Vacation. The Blessing. That guy. I'm not really familiar the blessing. with it. Yeah, thank you. That guy, um, he plays Dr. Finkelstein, and I didn't know that until pretty recently. Uh, also, Glenn Shaddix, Otho from Beetlejuice, is the voice of the mayor in this movie. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. Fun, fun stuff. Fun times had by all. Let's, uh, let's talk about our favorite parts, least favorite parts of this movie. Um, and I might throw in some more yeah. fun facts as we go. How's that sound? Let's do it. it. Sounds good. Uh, I'll be happy to go first and say my favorite part of this movie, hands down, is the soundtrack. I love that. I've listened to it a thousand times. It's incredible. Yeah. It's great. It's, I love Danny Elfman. In fact, the first time I watched a Rodney Dangerfield movie, it was, uh, Back to School or uh-huh. whatever that one is before he goes back to school. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is my, this is my first time watching Rodney Dangerfield for real. It's like, this is hilarious. This is great. And then Danny Elfman starts playing, you know, from my favorite album of his. And it's like, holy shit, Danny Elfman's here too. This, is, <laughs> this just keeps getting better. This is great. Whoa. Yeah. I got the Elfman um, to do my music. Danny Elfman is such a great and weird songwriter. I'm a huge Oingo Boingo fan and I love... Every single song in this movie is great. And so have you heard like all the covers that all those bands did for that one like Nightmare Revisited album in like the 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. It was like Like, mid-2000s. What Fall Out Boy did? Like like, Marilyn Manson. I think so. Yeah. Does a couple covers. Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Um, And the thing is, all of those covers, none of them are as good as the originals. I'll say they're different. Like, it's a little bit apples and oranges for me because I really liked both of them. But, yeah, I think I, I still default to the originals. Like, I don't make a playlist and substitute out. You know, I prefer Marilyn Manson. This is Halloween. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, and like, I just, I feel like Marilyn Manson, all allegations aside, just specifically speaking as an artist, um, I think Marilyn Manson goes a little too hard and is a little too heavy for the, like the melodies and the way that the songs sound, but also the lyrics to these songs. So like listening to Marilyn Manson sing a silly Danny Elfman song from The Nightmare Before Christmas is just really weird to me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I've never quite enjoyed those. However, Amy Lee's um, cover of um, Sally's song is really, really good. I will Billie say Billie Eilish? The rest yeah. of them are fine, but they can't, they don't even touch the originals. They're just so you good. You can't improve upon perfection. Exactly. Can't yes. Touch and in fact, this is true for this movie and also for I'm gonna, uh, the Bob's Burgers and the first South Park movie. It's like, if you want me to revisit your movie a lot, like, give me some catchy fucking songs. I, I love yeah. that movie. South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut is like one of my favorite musicals of all time. I remember during a troubled summer in college, I just wake up every morning, turn that on and just do homework for 90 minutes every morning just with that in the background it just be like does not get old every single day that's awesome yeah um jared are you here yeah yeah oh i'm sorry can you i can you guys not hear me where are you were you saying things can you hear yeah you guys couldn't hear me no No. it's recording on my audio so you'll hear it when you edit (laughs) oh no I haven't heard you for the past like five minutes. I thought you were. I'm sorry, my phone. Fo- I think my phone was down or something. Okay. Anyway. The clown is down. I'm here. I've been making little <laughs> quips. I swear. Okay. Ah! I trust you, and if you don't, I'll, I'll come for you. All oh, right. What's yeah. uh? What's up? Yeah. What's something this, about the movie you like, Jarrett. What's the question? What? What's something about this movie that you enjoyed, my friend? Oh, like a, you want a specific scene or just anything in general? Yeah. A scene or if there's just a concept, like you really like the way they did snow, whatever you want to talk about. I love the, uh, the, I love all the characters and how, you know, kind of crazy outlandish they are. And you're kind of just thinking to yourself when you're seeing all these creatures and monsters that they're really kind of exaggerated for for this world but then you know eventually you get into the thick of the movie where jack is delivering presents and you're seeing like uh actual humans and they're just as fucking creepy looking yeah they're i, I won't say I disfigured just, but yes in in the same aesthetic mm-hmm. intense yes the very it's very stylistic it's that when someone says that Tim Burton style, that's immediately... This is that movie that I think of, even though, oh, yeah. you know, like Cammy said, he didn't fucking direct it. Um, yeah, but I mean, according to Henry Selleck, he tried really hard to make this movie feel like a Tim Burton movie. He really wanted to make it stylistically Tim Burton, and I think that's that was, like, where he sort of... I don't want to say failed, because this movie is so stylistically like 
great. My mother hates this yes. movie because of the way it looks. She <gasps> thinks it's so ugly. It's hilarious. But um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it's it, he almost did it so well. It was to a fault. And now everybody thinks that it's Tim Burton's movie. But I mean, Henry Selleck is, if he didn't make a name for himself with this movie, he did it with James and the Giant Peach and Coraline. Um, Love that movie. Love yeah. them both. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think um uh I if I had to pick a scene the scene where um the kids are receiving their Christmas presents and they're evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christmas! And what is your name? That's all right. I have a special present for you anyway. There you go, Sonny. Oh. <laughs> and what did Santa bring you, honey? they're just running around the house all crazy. I think that that's one of the big takeaways. That's what is imprinted in my mind when I think of this movie is the the little jack in the box snake thing chasing after the family and it's like jumping. Eating. I love yes. it. Yeah. Like, oh, a how a Christmas from hell, <laughs> certainly. And there's news reporters going on like, "Oh god, why Santa? Why?" Mm-hmm. Someone is impersonating Santa Claus. Don't worry, ma'am, our best detectives are on it. Like the police station, they keep like answering the phone. They like have to put the other phones down to answer more phones. It's so (laughs) funny. Um, Like, yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yes, that's the eighth complaint we've had tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Then they shoot him down with cannons. (laughs) They take him out. They fucking kill him. Kill the claws. Yeah. That's if that's not the tagline for the Krampus 2, then I don't know what would be. (laughs) <laughs> I do like a fun fact about the U.S. Army is that every Christmas or Christmas Eve, I guess, they have a quote unquote radar where they track yeah. Santa as he crosses America. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about is like, well, in Nightmare Before Christmas, like that would be literally Santa Claus they're tracking. And yes, they could scramble F-16s and take him down if he, if he went off track. Yeah. It's very realistic that they killed Santa Claus. <laughs> it's totally fucked up. Rip. Uh, yeah. Is it I do turn? like when he, uh... Oh, go ahead. Do you want it to be your turn? No. Well, then I'm going to say I really like it when they, uh... When he first goes to Christmas Town. I just love the the music number. I I was almost joking when I said this to Jared earlier, but I do like the snow. The way it's... It's just... It's packing snow, but it's just aesthetic. Like, I love watching it move and, like, come together as a snowball kind of thing. Yeah. It just yeah. And I love just watching Jack move, like the way he's those long legs, the way he's climbing around everywhere like a spider. He is just such a delight to watch. The way he's animated is so cool, and you're right. He moves like a spindly little spider. It's cute. I want to see a prequel to this movie where he's still a pumpkin king. In his heyday. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So was he wearing those clothes as like a ceremonial robe? Or garb for Halloween, or does he usually walk around on, on around with the pumpkin and being like, "Hey, hey, this no, is my new look." 
he is normally a skeleton. This is is what I assume. He's normally a skeleton, but every year they, for some reason, hang him up on that thing that says Halloween Town um, that you go past, like, right at the beginning of the movie. Um, Oh, my God, that's him. Yeah, and they, I have his face tattooed on my leg, and um, so you go past him, but then later on you see him on this, like, makeshift horse-looking thing that's being carried by that guy with the axe in his head who looks like Tor Johnson, the one who who says bunny whenever he sees the, the <laughs> Easter bunny. Um, yeah. So they carry him on that and then all of a sudden he's alive and he eats the fire and then the pumpkin is on fire and then his whole body is on fire and then um, he jumps into the pond and he gets rid of all that stuff when he's in the pond. I'm assuming that he takes his time with it because he can, um, he doesn't have to hold his breath because he's dead and he's a skeleton and then he like comes out and he's like, I'm a skeleton again. It's almost like a rebirth every uh, Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. But now I'm wondering, is Jack appointed to that position? Um, I think it's more Is it a fascist like, society, or did they make him the king of Halloween Town? I think it's like being the uh, being Miss America, You're essentially, really where it's like... Really bad. <laughs> all right, well, let me just say, like, Kim, you put a lot more thought into that than I did, because I just thought, like, that's their scary thing this year. Like, that's their finale halloween of just like well this year what if a scarecrow leapt to life set itself on fire and then ran around that'd be pretty scary yeah and that's that was as deep as i thought like and next year he'll do a thing where he's actually a bat monster or something maybe he'll, he'll dress up that. as george lucas and walk around with uh, the last jedi <laughs> and scare people i have no idea yeah. i just want to know more about halloween town like year round how do they spend their off season yeah I mean, they do that thing where, remember when Jack goes missing and um, they're all like really upset about it and the mayor is like, there's only 365 days left till next Halloween, um, implying that they spend the entire year planning it. And the mayor goes up to his door and knocks on it as if the mayor would fit through that skinny ass door. I think Jack <laughs> is a little bit sizest, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the mayor is, well, you know, really upset because Jack's not there. Well, Jack didn't, Jack didn't build his house. Uh, he got an architect. His name is Tim Burton to design it for him. The house that so maybe Jack Tim's built. the one with the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh dear. That movie's not good. Oh no. I didn't, I didn't finish it. Uh, I love it when he's doing the, he decides like, I'm going to figure out how Christmas works. And he pulls out the book, the scientific method. Yeah. Uh, but as an, as an adult, I know that Santa Claus is a money-making ploy. Mm -hmm. So I, instead I, my, my head can, it was next time he's going to pull it out. It's just going to say capitalism for dummies. (laughs) Jesus. That's pretty funny, actually. Uh, the entire opening sequence I think might be. I don't know if it's my favorite scene in the whole movie because I would have to think a little harder on that, even though I had lots of time to think. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's so brilliantly done and you get the entire cast pretty much, except for, you know, the Santa Christmas the people. Yeah. Um, you get like a little glimpse keep... of Oogie Boogie and the moon at the beginning, but it's a really yeah. nice little, here's our setting. Here's how much Halloween means to us. Um, the song is great. 
the scarecrow Jack at the beginning used to really freak me out as a kid, uh, but I never admitted huh. it. And too cool to admit it. Yeah, that opening like this is Halloween number might be the most aesthetically pleasing um, scene for me in the entire movie. It is. It just like, especially if I don't know the timeline for this, but I don't think stop motion or claymation or however you want to call the animation for this was big at the time or if there was any other real movie of this caliber Mm -hmm. and just so bringing them right in and just being like look at what we can do isn't this fucking cool yeah right off the bat like stop motion existed (laughs) stop motion existed before this movie of course but um i don't i i i I want to say i read somewhere that this was like the first like um full length stop motion animated feature ever made but i don't think that's true in hindsight um hmm it might be but i think the most of stop motion that we had seen before this was like ray harryhausen's you know every king kong jason and the argonauts that sort of thing um and like yeah, the rankin bass like christmas rudolph Year Without a Santa Claus, um, like Mad oh, Monster him. Party, those types of things. Okay. It was really I would think of, of like time. a movie like Jason and the Argonauts, where it's that's very clearly like just a clay toy that they're manipulating. It doesn't really look great. Yeah. And you go from that to this. That was all they just, had, like, Kyle. It's a, it's a huge leap. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying this looks so much better than that. It does. <laughs> and it's just, it's such a step up. Like, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. There was like a... 40 year window between the two of them but yeah and yeah but there's there wasn't as much feeling it so you could see the evolution of the art form yeah exactly i agree you know here and there gumby davy and goliath um right but oh gravy (laughs) gravy um yeah so i think that kyle brought up a really good point earlier um, that a lot of people I in did, the past have said that this movie doesn't really make any sense because the lesson is never try anything new. Um, yeah. but it really does stick with your own kind. It, it, well, yeah, yeah, but it really does feel like stay out of Riverdale. It feels like a story about the, um, it's a warning about being culturally appropriative. Don't, don't fuck with a culture that you don't understand and if you if you really have to try your best (laughs) to like be very calculated and scientific about understanding a specific culture or um just way of life that is different than yours maybe just like keep your nose out of it and let them do their jobs you know just watch watch and learn you know dip a toe in before you dress up as their mascot exactly um yeah, step off. Jack had to be almost murdered in order to realize that maybe what he had done was was wrong, and he didn't really know what he was doing. Um, I'm I'm not fully convinced that he learned a lesson in this. I feel like next year he's going to be like, "Hey, Santa, how are we teaming up this year? Like, let's. I'm doing this again. Um, he's just so." optimistic i think he would try it again there's there's a little um epilogue poem that 
is on one of the, I think it's on the Nightmare Revisited album where um, Patrick Stewart is narrating it and he's talking about how Santa went to check up on Jack um, like five still looking quite thin you know yeah a few years later or whatever and um maybe you should splice that in here and finally everything worked out just fine christmas was saved though there wasn't much time but after that night things were never the same each holiday now knew the other one's name and though that one christmas things got out of hand I'm still rather fond of that skeleton man. So, many years later, I thought I'd drop in. And there was old Jack still looking quite thin, with four or five skeleton children at hand playing strange little tunes in their xylophone band. And I asked old Jack, Do you remember the night when the sky was so dark and the moon shone so bright? when a million small children pretending to sleep nearly didn't have Christmas at all, so to speak, and would, if you could, turn that mighty clock back to that long, fateful night. Now, think carefully, Jack. Would you do the whole thing all over again, knowing what you know now, knowing what you knew then? And he smiled like the old pumpkin king that I knew, then turned and asked softly of me, wouldn't you? It's really, it's really like a beautiful sentiment. And um, it does prove that Jack didn't really learn his lesson. <laughs> but <laughs> we, like we see a glimpse of that at the end whenever he's like, oh yeah, that's right. I am the pumpkin king. Like that's my job. That's what I'm good at. Being repetitive is my job. Oh, I like ho, scaring ho. children. Yeah. So who doesn't? He I flew too close to the sun on his sled made of nightmares. <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful yes. thing. I could talk about this movie for literal hours, probably. Um, I mean, cut me we, off whenever you want to. I, I'm tempted <laughs> to go through just like I'm trying to stop myself from like each scene has some like distinctive memory or aspect to it that I want to comment on, but. But we can't do the whole movie, not unless someone donates $5 to Patreon. <laughs> oh, criminy. This is our job. We're supposed to be doing the whole movie. We're supposed to be doing the highlights. Okay. Okay, Kyle. So I want to bring, I want to bring up something that might not be, quote, PC, unquote. <sighs> oh, okay. God. So when he was walking around and saw all the different trees for holidays, yeah. I noticed there was one glaring omission. Where was the Martin Luther King Jr. Day door? Oh, man. Tell me that, Tim. Uh, I can answer that pretty quickly. Um, oh, no. Why? I don't think that Martin Luther King Jr. Day existed at the time that Jack, all of this happened to Jack. Because the very first few lines of the movie are, "'Twas a long time ago, longer now than it seems. Um, I assume that Martin means Luther at King least a Day. few decades uh, before the 90s, which would mean that Martin Luther King Day didn't exist quite yet. Hmm. Still. <laughs> right? Hmm. Yes. I don't know. I think in the next remaster of the movie, they should just edit in a quick little door for him. Okay. 
Sounds good, Kyle. <laughs> That's we'll I have a him. dreamland. Yeah. He walks in and it's just people just talking very passionately about sub- about subjects they care deeply about. And it's all black and white. Did you guys ever see that um, college humor video where Jack goes through the shamrock door and it's pandemonium because everybody's like drunk as fuck? No. Google it. It's stupid, but you should watch it anyway. I think I shall. Okay. Okay, so I don't think there should be a sequel to this, especially now that Disney probably is going to try. But the only thing I would accept is... A series of, let's say, five-minute shorts. Jack's three skeleton kids experiment with each of these doors. And, like, yeah, they go to St. Patrick's Day Land and just get into a bunch of fight with drunk Irishmen. And then they go to Valentine's Day Land. And people keep trying to kiss them. And they all got all the lipstick on them. Mm-hmm. But just, like, five minutes per door. A quick little just in and out. In look and at this out. funny little land. Burger. Goodness. Yeah. We don't have time for an adventure for each of them. I would hate if they made a sequel to this. I would uh, hate I think it. I was looking at I was looking at Wikipedia as of I think 2019. Disney's talking about it. I really hope I, they I, don't because I think yeah. There I I read something that said it was supposed to come out in July of this year, but obviously that that did not happen. So um, I think that Tim Burton has really put his foot down with Disney. Um, as much power as he has. Um, he's used all of it to keep them from making a sequel. Um, they thought about it in like the early 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s. I think they were really thinking about um, making one and but they were going to do it like computer animated uh, instead of could, stop motion. And first of all, that would be horrible. I, I no. Um, but yeah, Tim Burton was like, please don't do that. Please don't. Just, I, I, I have a feeling that's why he made Corpse Bride to like ease the need for a lot of people to get Tim Burton to make another Nightmare Before Christmas, right? A, a style, stylized sequel as opposed to an actual sequel just to shut everyone up. Yeah, and I I love Corpse Bride for what it is, but like I don't watch that movie nearly as much as I watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's word. It it's fine, it's not as good. Like Yeah, it's really comparing beautiful. Comparing it to Nightmare is not good for it. The music is good. Um I love the story. I love the animation, but it's just it doesn't I don't know. Yeah, it never clicked for me. Nah, Any- dog. <laughs> All right, do we have anything else we want to highlight about this masterpiece of a movie (sighs) master master (laughs) probably but i will let this episode end because i'm hungry when i eat dinner i have a i have to really poo this is (laughs) cool all right let's uh (laughs) wrap this baby up all right our final rating for the month that's one through five itchy arm cells or if it's the best thing you've ever seen it gets the mad god Uh uh-huh uh, Cammy, yeah. it's your favorite movie. Yeah. I think we all know what you're going to give this bad boy. Mm-hmm. The Mad Itchy Arm Cell. Ah! <laughs> yes, The Mad God for I'm me, mad. my friends. I love this movie. As much as I love myself. Wait, Aww. more than I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Wait a minute. 
Uh, Jarrett, what about you? How are you feeling? Four and a half itchy arm cells. Gotta, I, I, I love this movie. It's, it's not, you know, my, I don't always go out of my way to watch it, but like, you know, it's, I can appreciate what it is and I can appreciate the, the love it has in many fans eyes. It's Four and a half. <laughs> Thank beautiful. you. Kyle, what I'm... do you got for it? You, you silly old bitch. Yeah. Silly old bitch. That was my nickname last week. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this one. The five star baby. Oh yeah. I would I would give it the mad god, but frankly, like if someone tells me they haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas, it's like if you haven't watched it as a kid, it's not gonna enchant you as much as it could have. Yeah. So you know what? Fair. Tough but fair. But but yeah, if I'm a child, like if I'm six years old again and we're at a sleepover and it's like, What do we want to watch next? I'm gonna stand up, take control of the room and say, Nightmare Before Christmas, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Buzzinga. And that is it for this month. This month has, it's felt so much longer than I think it was. Yeah. It but did it's been feel a, long. I can't even remember the name of our first movie. Mad uh, Todd? <laughs> Rad Bod? Snorkel, Snorkelman's Revenge? Snorkelman's Donald Duck Revenge. Adventures in Math Magic Land? <laughs> I think that was it. He taught me how to play pool. Wow. <laughs> I forgot about that. You just triggered a memory for me. That was, that was fun. Okay, I think about, about it every time I've ever of this episode pool. too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? Because Cammy's been triggered. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yes. Fly. Thank you for listening to this season of Spooky Time Presents. We hope that you found it both fun and informative and fun. Both. And educational. And informative. Yes. And um, fun. Do we, well, we're just, our next season is going to be a humdinger. I'm, I'm really excited for our next season. We love spooky season. We love <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> We've got a lot of surprises up our sleeves, my friends. So look out yeah. for that. In a few weeks, we're coming at you. Our Charlie's next five Angels episodes too. are all going to be the Nightmare Before Christmas. We're just going to keep talking about it. Nothing new to say, but <laughs> that's it. That'll be it. We're just Until keep January first. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Oh boy. Excellent. Does anyone else have anything they want to say before we get into our pluggeroni doonies? Um, I love this movie. Cammy loves this movie. Mm-hmm. Kyle, if you lo- if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? Okay. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Writing on Kyle. your file right now uh, has a problem with uh, love. <laughs> I keep files? looking for it in all the wrong places. Oh, I have a Kyle Why file. The Kyle file? The Kyle I have a pile file. of Kyle files. I can't spare a square. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Well, if you like this show, you can find more of it wherever you find podcasts. But you know what? I'm asking, I've been asking this for a minute, but I'm going to ask you again because I haven't asked for a while. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For the love of God, please give us a, it helps, it helps the algorithm or whatever the hell Mark Zuckerberg and Tim Cook have, have made to make our lives a living hell. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes. Leave us a, uh, leave us a, uh, a rating and a review and please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Spooky Time Presents wherever you get podcasts. And 
I'm about to drop a truth bomb here, folks. Can you guys, can you, Cammy and Kyle, can you dig it? Probably. I, I know what it is, so I'm pre-dug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a new podcast coming to our network. Uh, it is the show by me uh reviewing movies that i own to see if they still are good or if they're bad it is called shelf space review starting on september 2nd uh and believing it will be a weekly show um i we recorded one already and it's it's ready to roll kyle's their first guest we talk about the big lebowski um great movie i know someone who might be on another episode in this very podcasting room Hmm. Uh, i'll leave you hanging you have to you're gonna have to listen to that first episode to find out what the next episode cammy will be on is all about but yes shelf space review find it wherever you get podcasts um i'm probably gonna spam the spooky time instagram network instagram or just make a post meaning on on the instagram about it um but other than other than that uh yeah shelf space review new show coming all about movies uh give it a listen if you want to if not go fuck yourself Uh, oh my and you can find and you can find me on instagram i changed my handle again so kyle keep up it is now jay likes movies Mm -hmm. and how yes and how if that last plug for the show didn't tell you that, then you're fucking stupid, too. Okay. Cammy, where can we find you? I'm combative because I have to poo. You can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. You can also find me on TikTok under that handle if you want to, but I'm not really very active on TikTok, so you don't have to. TikTok! Uh, you can also find me on Mercari looking for VHS tapes <laughs> and a new pair of Timberland boots. Jarrett. You know what I looked for on Mercari and I found a copy for $15? What? Uh, The Treehouse Trolls VHS. Shut the fuck up. It's the birthday one? I don't know if that's the one that you had, but I'll send you the link. Um, Is it a white tape? I can't tell. Hold on. We can talk about this in post. Yes, yes. But I it's all on YouTube. I found it. I was making Jasmine watch it like literally a week ago. <laughs> and I was like, I was going to send it to you guys, but then you guys are probably going to be like, oh, great. Like, delete. I didn't want to scare anybody away. Oh, I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Okay. It's going to be great. It's horrifying. All right. What about you guys? Kyle? Kyle, where can we find where, you? Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Five will goes west. It's my thing. It's my groove space. Mm-hmm. Hell or yeah. if you all want to donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, If you want to donate, in fact, we get a single new $5 donation before the next episode of Spooky Time Presents come out. Uh, I promise that we will record a bonus episode about Coraline. All right. That's a, that's a nice, easy well, one. Well, we well, well. And everyone will love it. It'll be a good time. Excellent. All right. And I think that just about wraps everything up with a neat, like a neat little package. <laughs> Indeed. All right. All right we'll we will see, see you, next you guys season. in about what? Yeah, next season. Fall season. Woo! <laughs> Halloween season. Bye. All right. We're out. <laughs>